Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up, what up? Welcome to Kicks. Pulling up today is Jacksonville rapper Seti Hendrix. What's up, my brother? How you doing? What's happening? What's happening, my G? Yeah, so um, can you talk about, like, what was life like growing up in Jacksonville? Life growing up in Jacksonville, I had its fun moments. It had its bad moments, just like any other childhood. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was challenging, but, you know, for the most part of it, bro, I loved it. It was fun. How did Jacksonville shape your sound, like, as an artist? Uh, Jacksonville more is more, I wouldn't say shaped my sound. Jacksonville more shaped who I am and how I move in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? And being tough now, because my city, you got to be tough coming where I'm from. In, like, the, um, in, the, in the sense of tough, like, you have to have thick skin and a tough mindset and all that, not as in like, oh, oh all that extra shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, I read that you had, like, um, a rough life growing up and at one point you were unfortunately home homeless like what was your mindset like when you were in that situation yeah man uh at a point in time in my life it went too long it was two months two months of my life we was homeless we, we had hit rock bottom and um just it was shit it was a it was a bad time but we made the best of it because that at that point in time i made sure everything around me made me smile you know what i'm saying i had to make sure uh -huh. And which, which I do to this day. So it made me who I am today. It was a good moment. It had its bad moments. But overall, it was good. It was great. Made the best out of it. You know, like, um, being from the streets, you know, that life can be rough. Like, what did you do to kind of, like, maintain, you know, just, like, your daily um, needs while you were living that life? Uh, I, I don't want to make it seem like a nigga was, like, real deal – Hobo, you feel me? Living on the street, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing like that. My daily necessity was I still had a roof over my head. I still was fresh clothes. I still was wearing better clothes than people with roofs over their head. We just was homeless at the time. We ain't had no house. We had to get stuff together. So um it was things were still normal at a such to the public eye, but you know what I'm saying? It just I was staying at a homeless shelter for a certain for, for a summer. All right, so like um street life can be rough, especially like when one of your best friends can be taken out. Like that happened to me when I was younger. Like, can you tell us about um 
when you saw one of your good friends being um, unfortunately murdered? Yeah, it was a fucked up moment. It scarred me. And uh, it made me who I am today. It has a partial reason why I rap. You feel me? And uh, it fuels me. It gives me the energy I need. Rest up, Janelle. 2-9, that was his jersey number. And I got it tatted on my knuckles. And we're going to make sure his name live forever. How did that experience change you, like, as a person? It just like, made me... It just made me say, fuck everybody. It made me want to turn up and go harder. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because life life can be, life already was short, but it's just like, damn, like, see how people forget about you once you're dead and go and all that. Just, you know what I'm saying? It showed me that, man. Let me go harder. Let me make sure I'm standing for something because niggas out here falling for anything. Did that happen like before or after you um, unfortunately had had to do some time? But did that, Incident with your friend happened before or after your um, stint behind was, the wall. I was already in that jail at that time. Last time I sat, last time I went to jail was because of I got caught with a pistol and all oh, this and weed and all that shit. Drive without license, but I was already in that jail by that time I lost on there. Right, so like during your last stint in jail, like is that when you decided, you know? This life is not for me, and um, I'm just gonna put a hundred percent into the music. I've been through the life wasn't for me. I just knew how I had to do what I had to do. But that day in jail was when I knew I was getting out. Was a day I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta move. I gotta move smarter. I gotta do better. I can't keep playing. I can't keep playing lose. I have a real career. I could do something with this. He keep giving me chance. I gotta. I can't. I can't. I can't fumble with it this time. All right, so like, who were like some of the artists that you um looked up to growing up? DMX, Andre 3000, Lauren Hill, Chief Keith, Eric Badu, uh, Michael Jackson, Drake, uh, Boosie, T.I., Jeezy, Trick Daddy, Rick Ross, T-Pain. Yeah. You know, Andre Three Stacks, like, he don't get the respect that he deserves as an MC, like, because he's one of the... Because like he's one of the best, but like people don't really talk about him as much. Nah, people, nah, they do. Niggas, niggas, I, I don't niggas, niggas know about Andre. If you bring Andre up in the cop, Andre is mentioned in, in a lot of people's top threes. If you, especially the young crowd, like I, I beg to differ on that one. I feel like people give Andre his flowers. I feel like he actually be having to tell people. I, I actually somebody told me that Andre really had to tell people like eat, like chill, like pictures and all like. You catch Andre out right now, everybody's gonna swarm him. You feel me? Like, I feel like he get his flowers. He get his flowers still. You, you know, know, he probably getting them as much as like who you who would you say right now? Who he should who, who would you say he should be getting his flowers as much as? Just as just as much as you know, like Jay Z and um, Nas and everybody else from the nineties. Jay Z you know and me. Jay-Z and these people only get their recognition once they accomplish a new financial goal. That's the only time people want to report your film and all that. Like, mm. But I feel but, but you know it's crazy. Like I seen Andre in the in the Starbucks in the city just randomly drinking coffee one day. I didn't want to go up to him and blow up his spot, but I'm like, I gave him the, the um black man head nod and he knew. Mandatory, mandatory, mandatory. Lucky yeah, guy. So, um, like, 
I want to see Outcast do a versus. Like, who do you think will be a good versus opponent for them? It'll have to be Wu Tang. Well, all of them, or or because it's like twenty of them dudes. No, I just like Method Man and uh, RZA. I wouldn't even do Method Man and Red Man. I do Method Man and RZA. You know, and and that's another group that I think you know is kind of um overlooked a little bit. You know, Method Man, he get his flowers. But like I'm talking about like guys like Inspector Deck. I mean, mm. like they're they're just as lyrical as Ghostface and Raekwon, but you know, they kind of just play the background a little bit. Yeah, be like that sometimes. Be like that sometimes. All right, so um a few years ago, like your first single caught on so fast, like you had a buzz, like a big buzz early on. Like did that um interest kind of like inspire you to work harder yeah it did it inspired me to go even more it inspired me to get y'all another one it inspired me to like oh boy i can keep going like, how further more can i take all right so um when you got out you teamed up with um dj drama for a while like like how did you link up with him sneaking in the studio was the first time then i went in and got in a writer session the second time then the third time he put me in front of DJ Drum. Did you mess with the Gangsta Grill series back in the day? Cause that was like my favorite mixtape that I would listen to. I loved it. I loved it. All of them. I was like, I was like, that's, that's when you heard DJ Drum and the voice on any of them tapes back then, you knew it was from the slide. No, and you also toured with him in um French and Wiz Khalifa, like. What's the best Wiz Smoking story that you have from that tour? Uh, right before he we went on stage, you made everybody do dabs. And how did that um affect you, like, as far as your performance went? It was fine. It didn't affect me too bad. I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. All right, so, like, Jacksonville, it has, like, like a burdening rap scene, um, but can you talk about like what is the, the sneaker culture like down there? Uh, sneaker culture. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, folks on just, just be on their shoes down there, little people. I give I give a little credit. My city be on the shoes a little people. It don't really be, you know, it's it's, it's whatever's popping down there. You feel me? Beyond Jays, whatever really popping, it ain't really too too much different stuff. But yeah, yeah, Jays. Did you scoop up anything since you've been in Atlanta? Like um, what's in like what's in your rotation right now? I got I just got the new A Mom in their threes. You had to be a special they dropped in the week. You gotta be a special customer to get those threes. I just got those. Did you see the um the new cactus jack sixes? Like I have my plug working like overtime to um get those for me. About the olive green ones? Nah, um, they're like a brownish color. They just had a commercial the other um yesterday actually with Trav and um Rip Hamilton. I gotta see him. Yeah, yeah, it was like a surprise drop on um 
on sneakers. Like I like I didn't even try on sneakers because I don't because I just don't mess with it no more. But but yeah, it's um it's a it was a surprise drop. And yeah, that's what the that's what the uh nominee three was a surprise drop. Hey. I, I I got to see about them uh, sixes, man. Who sound hard? Like, do you think um Trap has the best sneaker collab right now with Nike? Yeah, hands down. Like, what would a Seti Hendrix, you know, ex Nike collab look like? Uh, it'll be like it's hard to even explain. Just know I throw paint spot on my shit halfway through. A certain type of texture on it that make the splatter the splatter shine, but still have like a sticky base to it on the shoe. SB looking, and then I like cut it, like have it cut up in like symmetrical spots. I don't know. It'll be hard though. It'll be hard. Like when, like when it comes to sneakers, are you like more of a like like a material person or or like colorway guy? Both. I look at the texture. I look at the details of the shoe. I look at what makes it special, the difference about it. Like, I'll be all into it, especially if I like it. I got a picture of the um of the sixes. So I'm going to share my screen. Hold on. So you can see the joints. Are you talking about those? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm busy hard. This is hard. Good luck finding a pair. Yeah, you to find them. Grabs got my uh, but the mama did threes. All right, hold on. Let me stop sharing. All right, so like I see you rock a lot of Jordans and Dunks, but um, do you have like a particular number of Jordan that you like? Like, which number is your favorite? Like for me, I like the Ray Allen P thirteen. My favorite number would have to be the threes. I'm a sucker for them threes. Threes. And, uh, yeah, threes. How about the 11s? Because I think that's like another classic shoe. Uh, it's classic, but not one of my favorites. It used to be one of my favorites, the Concord. But mm. them threes, I just love the way threes sit. I just bought some OG threes. Like, that's been my new thing as of late. I'm trying to buy OGs, like... One like one through fifteen at least. I'm up to one. Yeah, I'm up to one to seven right now. But, but yeah. So how do you feel about like the OG sneakers? I love them. I be feeling like they don't need to be touched though. People be remaking them a lot. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't even dip it and dab and touch some of my own boys remakes. But I be trying to tell them, you know, we gotta leave them remakes alone because the retros be classics, man. Yo, I seen Devin Booker rocking OG ones from '85 the other day. I'm like, this dude is wild for wearing them. It's crazy, man. 1985. Yeah. yeah. The the ones I have, they're in pretty good condition. But like, but like some people, they'll try and like send you a '94 sneaker and tell you it's from '85. But but once you get to that level, you have to like kind of know the differences and serial numbers and stuff like that. But but that's the new hustle right now. Yeah. All right. So recently Kobe left Nike. Like how do you feel about that whole situation? 
it's, it's too it's it's real soft subject to speak on, but um, I miss him. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know he left Nike. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, his estate left Nike because um, his wife, well, not his wife, his family wanted um his sneakers available for like children and and like kid sizes, and it's really basically made for adults. So that's why they kind of split. I wish them well, but but I hope they don't try and like big ball a brand brand it because if they do something like that, that's gonna hurt his hurt his sneaker legacy. Definitely. Definitely. Right. Do you have a shoe that you want to see return? Cause like my personal favorite shoe that I felt didn't get enough hype was the um was the V Lone Air Force Ones. Definitely. I agree. That'd be my shoe right there. That'd be my shoe right there. Or the Olympic six. Oh, that's another hard one. Definitely. You know what I was thinking about doing? Just buying a pair of retro sixes and paying for a custom job and getting it off-whited. Mm, that's all. That's tough. I, I, I was thinking about doing that, but but yeah. Um, Do you have a grail that you're currently after? A goal? A grail. Um, A sneaker grail, like a sneaker that you want. That's on your list, but you can't find it nowhere, or it just costs too much. Nah. Every 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 shoe that I want, I, I don't got every shoe that I've seen that I know. Yeah. I want the Oregon threes. Nah, I want the Oregon threes. Oh, those are hard too. All right, so like um, it seems like you have every sneaker known to man, but do you like consider yourself a hype beast? Uh, nah, I ain't no hype beast because I pass up on shoes. And if I, I I get certain shoes early, like I get my shoe, like the ones in the Carmine Six, I had them in January. People weren't wearing them till March, April. I had them in January. Like I get stuff way early, and then I like, I don't really consider myself no hype beast because I really know my shoes. Like now that you're in, in the rap game, like do you feel that your sneaker habit is worse or worse? Kind of, it's, it's worse than before. Worse, worse, worse. Bro, I done gave away two sheets of closets, bro, of shoes. Like round numbers, how? Like how many do you have? Like a round number. Uh, I probably got over. I probably got over over two hundred pair of shoes. All right, you um catching up to me there a little bit. I got a lot of shoes. Uh, I think we I, I, um, do you have like a favorite clothing brand that you rock right now? Like, like me right I, now? I like a lot of Japanese. I've been rocking a lot of Capital. I've been rocking a lot of CDG. Capital CDG. Uh, I've been rocking a lot of Rap Simmons. Jeans. Helmet. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Japanese. Too. I ain't going to hold you. Do you mess with the Off-White collection? Yeah, like the, like the clothing. Yeah, I You know, I think a Supreme X Off White would be like the most exclusive fashion collab of of all time. I did something, didn't they? I don't think so. They could, they, they could have, but I'm not. I I'm, think I, I'm not sure. I've done done it before. 
Do you rock with bait, Annie? Because I love bait. Because I love bait. I it's crazy. It's on bait before. Them bands. It's crazy. Like back in the day, like '06, like only a handful of people was like was um was rocking bait. But now it seems like it's it's the brand of choice for for everybody. Remember, remember. Like, what changes do you see coming to fashion and rap within the next five years or so? Five uh, years, you know, man, niggas gonna be trying to dress like they don't care about shit. They gonna dress like they don't care about shit. You know, fashion is a big part of rap, but it's also a big part of the NBA. Like, what do you think about the current climate in the um, league right now? Like, which teams and players are you on? Are you watching? Uh, what teams I'm watching right now? I'm watching Pelicans and Jazz and Lakers, of course. Really, the Jazz, like you're the only brother I know that I say, "Oh yeah, I'm rocking with the Jazz." Rocking with Pelicans, Jazz, and Lakers. Do you think the Lakers have enough to repeat this year? Yep, of course. Like, even if they slide in the standings, I think they have five now. If they get to six and seven, they in some deep trouble. And we're not worried about that, bro. We come on, man. What do we talk about? And I don't know. They hit that playing tournament, it's going to be like hell because then they got to fight just to get to the playoffs, and then they're going to be in a tough series in the first – in the first round, second round, and the conference finals. I feel like it'll work. Not... I feel like it'll work. You never know. Trust me, you never know. What's up, bro? I'm about to come in there. My station. I'm about to come in. All right. So, like, who do you think is like the biggest threat to the Lakers this year? Uh ain't no threat. They ain't got one. Nobody fucking with them. You... So you don't think Denver might give them a little scare if they match up again? No. I don't think. How, how about the Clippers? Nah. I thought Ness was going to do something, but. You know, the thing about the Nets, I think they have enough to get to the finals, but I just don't trust James Harden when they comes to like a big game, like game six, game seven. I mean, I just can't trust them. Like when all the marbles are on the line. It be like that, coach. It really do. All right. Ooh. So um, I want you to give me your, your NBA finals prediction. Uh, Lakers and... Yeah, it probably gonna be Lakers and the Heat again. Lakers and Heat? Oh, that's yeah. a bold prediction. And you'll have like Lakers and six. Yeah. Hey man, hey, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I want Miami to make a post run, but that's only for my own selfish reasons. Man, I, I I'm hooked to that nightlife over there. Uh... You know, G five, all of them, but. That's for another podcast episode. Kicks after the kicks after dark. No, for sure. Kicks after dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
So I want to thank you for joining me today. Like I look forward to seeing your rap career evolve, and I'm also looking to, and I'm also looking forward to seeing your up and coming sneaker purchases. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Once much love, my dear. Appreciate you for having me.